Welcome back, everyone, to the NTU Wellness Podcast. I'm your guide, Natasha, bringing you your weekly conversation around Ayurveda, yoga, and intuitive wisdom. All right, so today's episode, I'm working with something a little bit different today. I'm going to take a look at Ayurveda and the psycho-spiritual wellness. So if you didn't know, Ayurveda went underground for about 300 years. And this is when the Brits came over to India and there was some reform as far as their medical system. So Ayurveda went underground. They still kept the traditions of Ayurveda. And this was something that was done in homes and it wasn't as practiced out in the open. One of the things about the psycho-spiritual and Ayurveda and this wellness is understanding where and why you are the way you are. So we look at the doshas, we look at the elements and bringing these together, but it goes deeper into us going in and cleaning the energetics of our lives. And this is in order for us to feel good, to be healthy and be filled with this vitality and well-being. The truth behind life is that there's always going to be events this is a given and they, these events and situations will come about, but it's how we respond. This will bring the outcome. So depending on the response, this will change the outcome. However, most times we reach for the familiar and we will continue to go to that same response. But when we bring some more awareness and this intuitive wisdom this is where we can come from a place of being more evolved and this evolution will change the outcome. The truth is, is until we deal with the emotional energetics, all the herbs, the dinacharya practices, a cleanse, all of these will be palliative. They won't get into that place of really curing anything or healing our body, our mind, or our emotions. But it's when we come to this place and deal with the emotional energetics, doing this is going on to that deeper level. And this is where we really take that approach of an, a holistic approach. When we look at the mind, the body, the spirit, and the emotional connection. Remember, holistic is looking at the whole body. And when it comes to healing we have to remember that balance is always going to shift. There's going to be this continual where we're in balance and then we shift and go into that imbalance, just like the nervous system goes from sympathetic, fight, flight, or freeze, or go into parasympathetic, that rest and digest. There's always going to be this flux of going in and out. However, when we continue to take the steps to feeling better and feeling good, these imbalances that do show up will be able to shift on how we react to them, our responses, and then we can make those changes. And when we make those changes, that's when we can make life changes. That's when the big shift comes and then we can make these changes to go and get into a place where we get more balanced in the body or become more healing. It's really this big shift that happens when we do the emotional work. Just like we want to experience the six tastes with the Nirveda, sweet, sour, salty, bitter, pungent, and astringent, 
we also want to have that balance and variety of emotions. It's like this guidance system to let us know where we're at. It's also this ability to see the contrast of being in one emotion and being able to work up the guidance system to go up to another emotion, such as being in anger and then going up that guidance system towards frustration or disappointment and then keep going up the system to go up to bliss and joy and not being able to jump from anger all the way to joy. That's not going to happen, but we're going to go, we're going to go up gradually up this system to get to that happiness, to that love place. So take a moment and regard those unpleasant feelings as a guidance to know where you're at. Realize that this is a messenger from the emotional body to look at what you're doing, that you may need to do some work in that area and giving that emotion the respect that it deserves to give it that moment of awareness that for when we don't respect and at least be aware of the emotion, this is where the emotion can get stuck and stay stagnant in our body. Emotions just like air, just like our digestive system, just like the toxins and the almas, we have to move these things through our body. Our body was meant to move and shift and change all the time. When we stay in one place and become stagnant, that's where the buildup happens. And then the imbalances occur from that stagnation. When that stagnation occurs and the emotional body is not getting its needs met, it starts to create that stagnation within the body. So here's a question you can ask yourself. What do you need in order to feel good? And you can ask this to yourself in the moment, especially when you're going into one of those emotions that aren't feeling so good. You can respect that emotion, honor it. Ask yourself, what do I need in this moment to feel good, to feel better? It's really about coming down to understanding your emotional need you can ask yourself that question, how can I meet the need that I need most right now in this moment? One of those ways is you could make a list of the top 10 things that you need in order to feel good. When we start working with the emotions, remember this is just like anything, this is a practice. And this practice of expressing your emotional needs and this will develop into building this as a skill. It comes down to really asking for what your need is. When we look at the emotional system, asking for what you need is not necessarily the solution. It's the beginning of the awareness. It's the beginning of that clarity on how you can move forward in the best way you can in that moment. So remember, this isn't about us fixing ourselves, but from that place of awareness, to be able to move forward so that we don't stay in that place of stagnation. So take a moment. I want you to do a little exercise here. Make a list of 30 things that could get you into the feeling of being worthy, of being enough, of being valued. I want you to remember that the emotions are a spiral and there's always going to be these ups and downs. However, as we grow, as we evolve, we can, change the, we can change the slope of the spiral and how long we stay in those ups or downs 
And this is again comes down to our choices, comes down to those patterns and comes down to the awareness that we have. Remember that all change and all shifts require energy. When we look at change and we come to this from this place of understanding, we can look at the core repetitive patterns and see how they're usually showing up in areas of our life. Remembering grounding is us connecting to our intuition. Grounding connects us to our center. When we're grounded, we can come to this place where we see these repetitive core feelings and look at them as such as I have to do everything and I'm not supported. We can change that and shift that to I am supported and look at that feeling of feeling supported. When we are creating and we're in that downward spiral, you'll find that those repetitive core feelings will resonate in the place that you're in. It's the same thing with you're on that upward spiral, those repetitive core feelings will be different. And this can show up a lot of the time. Uh, sometimes it's the same thing. But again, it comes down to bringing this awareness that will bring clarity. And from that clarity, this is where we can shift. We can shift into that upward spiral. And this is where most of us feel that intuitive and that creative inspired and being feeling successful. In having this awareness and clarity, it will give us more of an ability to come up with strategies that will work in the situation. And remember, the strategy will and could be different each time. So another exercise you can do when you bring some more awareness around the emotions is you could look at and say, is my attitude, are my thoughts and my response going to bring my outcome to that of me feeling good and feeling supported and in a place of being delighted? Remember that 90% of our responses are based on our emotional needs. We also then come to a place where we're not necessarily also just reacting to the situation because it can be that emotional trigger. Because when we come from that place of being triggered by that emotion, it's going to set us back into those patterns. And that pattern may not necessarily be give us the best outcome. Remember, it comes to the event plus the response is gonna give us the outcome. You can also ask that question, do I want to feel that? When dealing with the emotions, we're also looking at taking care of our internal harmony, remembering that our thoughts and beliefs can lead to those feelings. And when we have happy thoughts, we'll still want to do the work. It's just as much as when we have unhappy thoughts. It's about cultivating a life of feeling good and taking this on a deeper level. We all have ancestral patterns. They're things that we've inherited. We still need to deal with these. If we just stuff them down again, we're just causing more stress, more imbalance in our body. Remember, you can go back and say, is this truly mine or is this someone else's emotion? Whether it's from the past or in the present moment, you use it as a guide and you can go back to cultivating to that place of, of feeling good. One last piece that I can leave you with is try not to focus on the what is for too long. 
come back to that present moment, come back to the breath and remember the practices of placing the hand onto the heart and just breathing. Or you can bring that hand to the heart and breathe and bring in an affirmation. And it can be something simple like, I'm okay, it's okay right now, or I'm here and I'm now. Anything that just brings you back to that place of grounding, centering, and feeling good. So that's it for me today. Have yourself in an amazingly awesome day and go out there and be your fabulous self.